speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, December 20th, 2021. Uh, Tuesday, December 20th. On today's episode, we got How Was My Weekend, and uh, we got the fucking big Christmas shit, shit, and I got my intro, because the freestyle flow, and you know I'm going to go with a hippity hop rhyme, and my fucking down time, and I, you know, I pull a bow, and I make it real nice, and I hit the switch, flick it up. Lick the clit like a dyke and I hit it up. Okay, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition of her Monday, December 20th, 21st. How are you? How are you? Hey, bud, how the fuck are you? Are you fucking doing good, man? Did you buy all your Christmas presents? Oh, bud, listen. We went down to the Metro and we were looking for Christmas cards and they were just all out. I had to go over to the shoppers and we're looking there and they didn't even have no funny ones left. I'm looking there. It's only uh, cards for like, uh, you know, like grandmas and stuff. Oh man, this mic is flaccid. Um, Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. I fucking uh, did not do the show yesterday because I'm in vacation mode and I literally forgot it was Monday again. <laughs> I keep doing this uh, because I did the show last week, the Thursday show on Friday, and now I'm doing the Monday show on Tuesday. So maybe we'll just fucking, for Christmas break, we'll do a little uh, Tuesday, Friday show. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But, oh my God, this mic is fucked up, yo. Like, why is my 7B too heavy for a mic stand? Okay. Let's start off with the show with a little bit of a How was my motherfucking weekend? Oh, that's going to be loud. Uh, how was my weekend? Well, I hope you had a good weekend the last weekend before Christmas here. I, uh, I had a pretty decent weekend. So Friday night, uh, back in the saddle doing stand... Uh, what the fuck was I doing? I was doing stand-up comedy. At the Corner Comedy Club, as uh, I am known to do, and it was the 10 o'clock show, and it was late, and I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, here's what happened. Someone bailed on the 8 o'clock show, and then I had to come in and host the 8 o'clock show, and I was hosting the 10 o'clock show at the corner. And I get in there, and the 8 o'clock show, I can just feel it's fucking weird, and all this news about fucking Omnicrow is just popping off, and everyone is just fucking feeling weird. We had people in there that were like, oh, I'm not comfortable, there's people not wearing masks, and we're not comfortable, so we would like a refund, and it's like, fuck you, buddy, you left your house, you don't like the people are sitting at their table not wearing a mask, it's like, well, then fucking leave, bro, like, that's the world we live in now, man. You don't like it? You don't got to wear a mask when you're sitting down? You don't like it? Then fuck off or wear your mask or get triple vaccinated. Like, that's the that's the fucking way it goes now. You don't want to do it? Then fuck you. Don't tell people what to do anymore. Fucking sick of this shit. And people are so fucking scared that they're like, oh, and it's just like, okay, well, then fuck off. Then leave then, you know? So there's just a weird energy in there. And then right off the top, it's like they're like, I'm like, the guy's bringing me into the intro. It's like, please get up for Drew. And then nobody claps. And it's like, I, I, I don't know what's going on, man. It's like, if it, does, you guys never been to a fucking comedy show before or what? Like, it's your, you have a job here. Like, this isn't a passive form of entertainment. Like, if you wanted to be passively entertained, stay at home and fucking watch Netflix. Like, you are an active participant in the show here. You have an, a responsibility as the audience 
to fucking interact and engage when you are called upon. And it's also your responsibility to, to fucking suspend your disbelief when you get through the door and assume that you are going to have a good time and that the comics are going to be funny. And if you go in there with any other assumptions, anything else other than, man, this is going to be a great show and I'm so excited and I can't wait and I'm so open to hear about these fresh ideas or, or whatever the fuck kind of ideas that these that these people are going to fucking drop on me. If you don't have that attitude don't fucking go to a comedy show because the eight o'clock crowd was like one of the most horrific fucking crowds i've ever seen in my entire life and it's a full sold out room it's so weird to me to get like 30 fucking people in a room that are just all like uh, they they all have no suspended disbelief and they all are feeling weird and then they all just like are like i'm not gonna laugh like i'm telling them straight up jokes where it's just like this is a joke. Like, this is a straight up joke. When I was in grade two, I was at a grade nine reading level. And I'm very proud to say that I still am. Like, that's a joke. It's actually, if you want to get even further, that's a classification of joke called a paraprodocian. Which, if you'd like to know, yeah, I fucking do. I've done the homework, man. Um, paraprodocian. Let's fucking go in there. There we go. A paraprodocian is a figure of speech in which the latter part of the sentence, phrase, or larger discourse is surprising or unexpected in a way that causes the reader to reframe or reinterpret the first part. It is frequently used for humorous or dramatic effect, sometimes producing an anticlimax. Max. For this reason, it is extremely popular among com comedians and satirists. Bro. So here's some more examples. Oh, Henny Youngman, take my wife, please. <laughs> Here's another one from Homer Simpson. If I could just say a few words, I'd be a better public speaker. Paraprodocian. Uh, you know, this is great. I haven't slept for 10 days because that would be too long. Mitch Hedberg. You know, when I was in grade two, I was at a grade nine reading level. And I'm very proud to say I still am. Paraprodocians. Okay. So I'm writing fucking jokes. I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing. And I'm giving them fucking literal jokes. And they're like, nothing. I said that joke and then they just, and it was literal nothing. And I was like, okay, well, you know, this is on you now. Like, there's nothing I can do. I wrote the joke. If you don't like it, it's not a bad joke. It's a great joke, actually. It's a paraprodocian. <laughs> it's a solid joke. And if you don't like it, then fuck you then. So that was the type of crowd that we had on the eight o'clock show. It was like, all right, man, fine. Fuck it. Like whatever. Every crowd gets the show it deserves. I'm a firm fucking believer of this. Every crowd gets the show it deserves. This is why I'm the best audience member, man. I'm the best. Like I was, we saw a band. Courtney and I went and saw a band at a uh, Weed Chief the other night. And this chick was just fucking wailing, bro, playing bass and fucking wailing at the same time. And I'm just going nuts for like, I'm just like, yeah, like they finish the song. I'm like, holy fucking shit. You guys are awesome. Cause man, now they're going to put more. They're like, this fucking guy's loving it, bro. Like that's getting me feeling good. I'm going to get going good. You know, it's all about energy, right? Especially live performance, man. It's all about energy. So, um, yeah. So then it's the eight o'clock show fucking is just garbage. And I'm like, all right, man, like, fuck you. I'm like trying to do and the audience is going up and just or the comics are going up and then like everyone's just getting fucking blindsided. It's like it's like holy fuck and like no it's like everybody has to say something because it's like really weird to go up there and do your jokes and then just get stonewalled. You're like, OK, well, like it's like 
what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> like, I, we had such a stacked lineup. It was me, Nick Reynoldson, like, fucking Natish, Chris Robinson. Like, just banger comics. Like, really good fucking comics. Um, and just everyone is just eating a dick. And I'm like, well, this isn't my fault. Like, you know, I feel like it's my fault because I'm the MC, but whatever. So then I'm like, whatever. Fucking 10 o'clock should be better. I'm hosting the 10, and it's me, back to me, Nitty. Nick Reynoldson and Paul Thompson is like, hey, that's a solid fucking lineup. Like, we're all amazing comics. And then sure enough, the 10 o'clock crowd gets in and they're fucking wasted, bro. Like half the audience is just fucking wasted. And the other half has got that same vibe as the 8 o'clock. They're like scared. The news is fucking with me. I don't know. Should I even be here? <laughs> and then that, and then that crowd also fucking sucks too. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? But they're now going to start heckling and be like, I'm sorry. And then there's a drunk bitch where it's just like, okay, fucking, you know, shut the fuck up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Nick Reynoldson goes up and just like fucking takes a shit on her. And it's like, ah, uh, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm such a fucking garbage human. I'm just a piece of sh I know, no, I know, I'm a fucking garbage human. And it's like, we're not saying that, but right now, listen to yourself. Like, you're acting, you're in a public fucking, you're acting like a garbage human right now. <laughs> you know, like, we fucking, you paid money. And that's one thing I'll never understand is when you're paying 20 bucks to get in, 20 bucks cover, you know, it's like, don't you want the show or what do you like are you just is this just to occupy 90 minutes of your time before you go get fucked up like do people not even think do, do they not even think because <laughs> it's one thing i'll understand if you come to a fucking comedy show and the guy's just eating a dick right so say you're at the fucking for this is for call Ed and andre say you go to the fucking coconut comedy night at the grand prairie casino and oh unfortunately look at that you got fucking scott porteous headlining and fucking Alex Fortin opening. <laughs> oh, God. Who the fuck kind of a ticket is that, right? Uh, which I think that actually has been a bill. Or I think it was it was either Billy or Alex, like, opening for Scott Porteous. I think it was Alex. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, who booked that? Like, obviously Nancy, but it's just like, who the fuck? Like, one of these is a real comic, and one of these is a fucking person who does stand-up. <laughs> and you got him in the wrong place. And then fucking, yeah, and then then you got to hear an hour of this guy. So I would understand if you go to a fucking comedy show and you're expecting like a certain level of comedian and then they don't, they don't deliver. I understand that. But if you go, but you know, if it's a show like how we're fucking putting it on, it's like, buddy, we got the fucking juice, man. Relax. Just fucking put your head down and enjoy it. <laughs> So yeah, then the fucking Friday Late Show is also just absolute garbage. So I'm at fucking four hours. I'm hanging out at the corner, like nothing, no juice. And it's like, what the fuck? Uh-oh, Courtney's texting me. Hang on a sec here. Also, uh, had a lot of good responses. You're on that Eggs Benny job Xmas morning. Oh, great. Okay, I volunteered to cook Eggs Benny for everybody on Christmas morning. Absolutely love it. Uh, it's just hard. I got to figure out a way. I got to Google a way to fucking... Um, soft boil 12 eggs at the same time. If anybody knows how to do that, if I got any catering buddies, <coughs> if any of the 30, <coughs> any of the, th <coughs> oh my God. I got the fucking Omni Crow, bro. No, I just ugh. smoked a nasty joint this morning. I think there was like a hair in it or something. <laughs> It's because my salad's getting so fucking juicy, man. I've got hairs everywhere now. Um, 
What the fuck was I talking about? Uh, oh, Courtney, and then, yeah, okay, so I'll finish up Friday night. Yeah, so then Friday fucking sucked. And it's like, okay, whatever, man. Like, I guess I'm just going to fucking, you know, whatever. That's what it is. Sometimes it happens and whatever. And then Saturday, I didn't have a show or I had a show and it got canceled or some shit like that, like a while back. Like, I had some kind of gig salad booking and then it just fucking got canceled and I didn't have any shows. So I was like, whatever. Court and I are going to go to the fucking keg uh, to celebrate, you know, my, uh, finishing a semester and her finishing her first, uh, you know, her first semester as a uh, full-time teacher. And we're like, it's Christmas. We don't really go out for fancy dinners ever. So let's just go to the keg and drop like two bills, whatever. So we're trying to go to the keg and then fucking Courtney gets a fucking alert on her phone that someone around her has had COVID or whatever. She's got that Bluetooth app, which I don't fuck with that fucking Orwellian bullshit tracking me. <coughs> fuck you <coughs> they want your that's why they invented bluetooth headphones here's a <laughs> here's a deep one that's why they invented bluetooth headphones was so that you would have your bluetooth all the time so they could track your ass bro in the mall they got that shit bro they see how long you spend in each store and how what your near fucking pattern is so, and they use that information to like design malls and and see how long you're staying in the store bro it's true and that's why they want your bluetooth on all the fucking time <laughs> so they can track your ass, bro, on your Bluetooth. Uh, <laughs> so whatever, I don't have that shit. But now she had to get a fucking rapid test. So then I'm like, fuck, man. So I'm like, uh, the government says they're handing them out at Yorkdale Mall. Or the LCBO, which is like, okay. Like, I have so many issues with this. Like, it's like, oh, if only we had a fucking national fucking you know, edifice that was able to deliver packages to every single person's house without them having to leave. Like, oh, if only we had something like that where we could get people these fucking COVID tests. Hmm. No, but instead <laughs> instead of fucking mailing it, like we got a guy walking to every single person's house every fucking day, bringing them Pizza Hut flyers and can Canadian tire flyers like Charles Haycock, man. He's got the, uh, another good joke, bro. It's so nice of the mailman to in the rain and the sleet and the snow and the hail to bring people their recycling. <laughs> and no, no matter what weather. So why don't we use that fucking program to just drop off a million COVID tests all across the country, right? Just use the use the the post office to give everybody. But instead, the government's like, oh, no, you got to come to the mall or the fucking liquor store. And then we're going to give like 100 to the liquor store. So you got to be there fucking early. It's like, how the fuck does that make any sense at all? Like, this whole thing is stupid as fuck. So uh, anyways, I had to go and I spent like an hour and a half trying to get this fucking COVID test. And finally, I couldn't because they're all sold out at 11 o'clock in the morning because they're free and people are freaking the fuck out because of the news. And so then I come back and Courtney was finally able to procure one from her mom's friend or whatever. And then we finally get the negative COVID test. It's like, obviously, it's going to be negative. Like Courtney's fucking triple vaccinated. She's 28 year old, the young, healthy girl, like. The shit is just ridiculous, <laughs> you know, but then so whatever. So we finally got the fucking negative test and it's like, hey, now we can go to the keg. And uh, we went to the keg and it was fucking awesome. I got a filet with the fucking Bernays sauce, which I love Bernays. Any sort of hollandaise. Oh, which ties into the fucking eggs Benny I got to make because a hollandaise and a Bernays are the same thing. A Bernays is just made with tarragon and white wine vinegar. Um, and a hollandaise is made with lemon and regular white vinegar. Although that being said, you can add whatever the fuck you want. Hollandaise is merely, or Bernays is merely just an emulsification of egg yolks and butter. And anything else you do after that is whatever. If you take away the fucking white wine, you still got a Hollandaise sauce. But if you take away the egg or the butter, then you no longer have a Hollandaise sauce. So that book ratio by Michael Roman taught me is like, 
there are X amount of ingredients uh, that like are essential to any recipe. And then everything else is like, you can fuck around. But once you have those like four ingredients and the ratios of those four ingredients, then all other food comes from pretty much that. Like the dough, the fucking dough batter continuum, bro. <clears throat> at the thinnest, you have a crepe. And at the thickest, you got a fucking loaf of bread, right? But it's all the same shit. <laughs> Which is why I'm not afraid of death. Um, so yeah, Saturday and then fucking Sunday. What else did I do on Sunday and Monday? Oh, something happened, uh, that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, here's what it was. <laughs> so Monday I had a fucking corporate, a Zoom, cause Zoom shows are back online. I had a corporate show for Meta, the company that owns Facebook or Facebook, whatever. So we had a, a corporate, a Zoom show for, uh, for Facebook and it was Braden booked it, uh, because of the, one of the ladies, had seen our shows at the park. And uh, <laughs> this is a funny story. So we're doing our tech rehearsal at 2 o'clock because it's a Zoom show. So everyone logs in early just to make sure everything's working, blah, blah, blah. And then Tamara, it's me, uh, headlining Braden is hosting. And Tamara, Siobhan is fucking middling. And uh, and then we go through the whole thing or whatever. And they had the content regulations in the contract. They're like, yeah, don't say this. Don't say that. It was like, don't be like racist and swearing's okay. And you can make fun of Facebook or whatever. But don't do any like hot topic fucking, you know, what's your, you know, Mr. Fucking Truther. Essentially, they were just trying to be like, don't be like dirty and don't fucking get into conspiracy theories. Which is fine, man. That's what corporate comedy is, man. The goal of a corporate show is not to smash. It's to fucking not offend. Which Braden had to learn the hard way. <laughs> Which is really the only way to learn it. But the fucking poor kid, man. So we do it. Uh, our sound check. And then Tamara's like, so is there any um, content restrictions? And then this is where I learned from Mike Dambra. Never ask the fucking lady if there's content restrictions. It'll be in the contract, okay? But as soon as you ask them if there's content restrictions, now you've given the, um, the option of saying no it's like a child you don't ask them whether they want uh you don't ask them it's like do you want broccoli for dinner or like do you want broccoli with your dinner and they'll be like no you say do you want broccoli or asparagus and then they go oh i want like once you give them the option of being like oh fuck like no shit eh what are the content regulations hmm well stand-up comedy is very uh oh it's very controversial now so we'll and she goes we'll stay away from race and uh sex and any of this shit and i was like race like you're gonna tell a black woman that she can't talk about race like okay like that was kind of fucked up um because tamara's black and it's like you okay like whatever dude but as soon as you open up the fucking the floor for them to start issuing uh content restrictions well then th this is the thing is they will never ever be happy with the show because they have decided that they are now the arbiters and they decide what fucking comes and goes. And you've given them the option of being like, well, I told you this, that, and the other, and you didn't follow it when you said this because it's all subjective, right? So you never, ever ask them what the content restrictions are. If there is any, they would have said it before the show and they would have put it in the contract. <clears throat> And if you go into the show knowing that your goal is not to smash, it's only to not offend, then it doesn't fucking matter, right? There should be no way for you to fuck up a corporate if you go into it with the mentality of, I am only here to, to not offend these people. I'm, I don't need to smash. That they don't if they're not going to be like, well, you kind of you kind of bomb there, hey? And it's like, well, I kind of had to talk about the fucking grocery store the whole time. So there you go.
That's what it is. You guys brought this fucking monkey in to, to entertain you for 45 minutes to an hour, you know, because you thought it would be fun. And, and, and that's what it is. And that's what you get. <clears throat> you want to have a fucking good time? Come see me at the club. <laughs> so yeah, so fucking, so Braden goes up and he just fucking, and it's a Zoom show and he's like, hey, and he's like super nervous. I could tell this guy is fucking nervous right off the top. He's kind of like, he says my name twice. Like your headliner, Drew Bame. He's here. He's done just for laugh. He's blah, blah, blah. He's Drew Bame. Give it up for Drew Bame. And he says my name like two or three times, which in the intro is like, you know, not to do that, bro. But he was just nervous. So it was like, whatever. And then he goes and he starts trying to do a little crowd work with the Zoom people. But he's like doing it on his phone, which I can't imagine how hard it would be to try to do a Zoom show on your phone. Um, I got a laptop for this shit. So that was nice. And uh, and he's going up and he's doing OK, right? He's doing OK. He's fucking oh, And he does a couple Facebook jokes like Zuckerberg looks like a fucking alien. And they actually all laughed at that. And I was like, sick. Like, I'm going to go hard on Zuck now. Like, you guys, like, I'm going hard on it. I was going to go, I was going to ask him questions like, how does it feel to know that you could work 10,000 lifetimes and not make as much money in one day as your boss does? Like, you know, I was just going to go hard on them and be like, what's, yeah, like, what's it like to work for a fucking, for the first uh, robot human fucking hybrid and like, just go off on the metaverse and all this shit. And even before in soundcheck, we're like, oh, we should open the first comedy club in the metaverse. And then the one lady was like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, I was like, yo, we're going to get in with the biggest like, Facebook. So Brain's doing okay. And then he fucking hits a snag or whatever. And then I see him. And then, it, and then he, and then, <laughs> and then he makes a decision and he goes, oh, fuck. He starts eating a little bit of a dick, right? He's bombing. And then he goes, well, fuck. And then he starts tearing into this joke about shitting everywhere where he shits all over an alley and he's got a shit and there's shit and it's just a big shit joke. And, uh, you know, like you guys know me, I'm not into, I don't think, you know, it's like, is this what you stand for? You come up, <laughs> you come up on stage and you just shit and you piss and you come all over things. Like, you know, that's not my style. I don't, I don't, th I think there's better things to talk about than bodily functions. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's funny sometimes. Uh, you know, poop is funny. Farting is funny. I'm not one to... I do a fart jokes, you know. I think farting is the... <laughs> I think farting is funny. But, you know, poop, I don't know. Shit. Shit is not... It's yeah, It's under circum cer certain circumstances, shit jokes are funny. But this kid fucking... Kid Braden goes up and he fucking... And it's now he's now he's he's reaching right because this shit joke is one of his better jokes like in a club environment right but now we're in the fucking metaverse bro, and he starts doing this shit joke and he's shitting everywhere and then I see the booking lady's fucking camera turn off and it's like uh oh, <laughs> Whoa. so the booking lady's camera turns off and he's just fucking Braden just shitting everywhere and then his next joke after he shits everywhere is about his Asian landlord who doesn't speak any English and it's just like oh boy now you got Braden wearing a fucking Canadian tuxedo and his Saskatchewan accent being like so I got this fucking Asian landlord who don't speak uh, any English and it's like oh boy and then <laughs> fucking and then he does this joke where he says fucking his asian landlord calls him fat but in it he uses an asian he only says it for the one word but he uses an asian accent and he goes he the asian landlord looks at me and slaps her belly and she goes fat and it's just like just that little bit of asian accent it's like all right buddy we're fucking done now like you're a white guy doing asian accents you just shit everywhere and it's going real bad and more cameras are turning off 
And this is the executives now calling the fucking booking lady who's like a mid-level executive, like, head of the party committee. And, <laughs> and fucking... So, yeah, so now the cameras are off and fucking Braden's, uh, now his Asian landlord is whatever. And then he does a callback. Now he shits in his Asian landlord's fucking thing and it's not going well. So now Braden's going to the closer and it's his fucking big Boccaccini boner. Cheese is just as addictive as cocaine joke, which is like, granted, I'll say it's a good joke. Um, but it's not, you know, it's full of like little classic, like, you know, Boccaccini boner and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, it, but his one line is like, yeah, cheese is, is an addictive cocaine. I've never done a line of Parmesan off a stripper's ass, which is a good line. But man, it went <laughs> when you've already shit everywhere, when you're shitting everywhere and you just shit everywhere in an alley and then your Asian landlord has got so fat and you're shitting everywhere and now you're doing coke off stripper's ass. It's like, yeah, we're fucking done, buddy. So Braden brings Tamara on and uh, and then immediately Braden gets a call from the fucking lady being like you that was racist and and sexual and all this shit and then he texts me he's like because I texted him like that was your clean stuff because I told him two weeks ago I'm like go through your set and fucking take out anything with a cum or a shit or anything and he's like oh I thought it was clean I'm like well shit it's literally shitting in an alley how is that like I don't even know how you could even begin to think that's clean it's literally dirty shitting in an alley that's literally dirty <laughs> so fucking Tamara's on stage and this guy's getting three calls he gets called three times from the booking lady one to be like well like you know we got to tell Drew to clean it up two to be like okay we got to wrap Tamara up and just bring Drew on here and then number three to be like you know what the fucking show's over actually you ruined it <laughs> we can't even risk <laughs> Drew going up and fucking saying one more fucking thing so the show gets pulled. I don't even get to do he they cancel the show halfway through Tamara's set. So she's meant to do 20. She doesn't know what's going on. She's performing right now. So I'm going back and forth. Braden Braden's like, yeah, we're done. You can just fucking log off now. Like they canceled the show. <laughs> so I just leave. And then and then I so I leave the Zoom call. And then I'm like, well, fuck. I got all I set up all my lights and shit for nothing. Um, you know. I've never been on a show that was canceled halfway through. Like, it's like the worst possible. <laughs> and Braden's like, it wasn't that bad. I called him after. I'm like, I would, I, I, I think it was that bad, dude. Like, it could not have gone any worse. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, I'm laughing about it now because it's like, whatever. It's only the biggest company in the world. It's just Facebook, you know, whatever. They'll just never book comedy ever again. Because this was such a horrific bomb that they that they will never risk it. They won't ever risk it again. I can't imagine they would they would risk that. Um, <laughs> so I don't even have to do my set. And then I, and then I called Tamara and then we're just debriefing. She's like, what the fuck happened? Like, where'd you go? I just showed the show just ended. And I'm like, I told her everything that went down. She's like, oh my God. But it was like, she saw it coming too. It's like, you can't be shitting everywhere with your fucking fight Asian landlord and then doing coke off strippers asses. Like how, like none of that is clean. <laughs> And, uh, and then, yeah, so then I call Braden and he's just all fucking choked or whatever. And I'm like, buddy, it's fine. Don't worry about it, man. Everyone, this happens. It's a corporate you learned, bro. That's the biggest thing is you got paid to learn. Next time you do a corporate, you know, not to shit everywhere and do coke off the street. Like it seems silly to say it now, but it's like, I guess you had to learn that lesson, bro. Shitting everywhere is not clean. <laughs> Doing Asian accents is not cool as a white guy ever really. Um, 
on stage in front of people. You know, I'll do it on the podcast, but nobody listens to this, so fuck. But the people that do, oh my god, are we already at 27? Holy fuck, I've been ranting. Uh, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like a personalized shout-out on every podcast plus access to bonus content like interview episodes and every set that I've ever done? Well, you could be like these fine folks. Anthony, Blair, Kunal, Joel, Nick, and Mac. Uh, Bubba, Marnish, Street, Damon. Motherfucking Bryce. Uh, Taryn. And... Holy fuck, I pressed spacebar and then I just kept talking for like two minutes. <laughs> That's going to be a weird glitch, whatever. And in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call that an Andre say they name. Pew, 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 pew. Ah. Hi, Mink. Um, as well, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. That's right. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order right now at KingTutsCannabis.com. They got a new fucking wood. They got some new wood shit going on. Um, it's like a one hitter and shit like that. Uh, and it, it's looking pretty fucking sick, uh, that I'm going to try to scoop or they'll probably send it to me for free. They always do their promos, but, uh, yeah, go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code drew right now for 10% off your order at checkout. That's a dime bag off your dime bag. Kingtutscannabis.com. Okay. Half hour episode. Wow. And now I'm going to do the guitar. Good for me. I ranted for half an hour. Uh, yeah, so that was really funny. Braden, buddy, listen to this podcast. I hope you listen to this podcast. <laughs> It'll probably hurt, though. I'm going to start calling him Hiroshima because this guy just nucleard. <laughs> he fucking nuked the show. Hey, Hiroshima! Uh, okay, so now we're going to do it's Monday. We're going to do a little Christmas shred, and then we'll come back on Christmas for a Christmas episode. Bing, bang, bong. Okay, hold up.